1: Goodbye, the university. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this conversation with fellow creators. This is Jeanette Ma, the Good Vibe Coach, and this is our Friday LOA book club. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm di- I'm dialing in from a sunny spot in the backyard. I've got three dogs that are just lounging and how many cats? One, two I can see three cats. <laughs> so it's just one hundred percent gorgeous out here. And I have to keep coaching myself to not be freaked out that we're having springtime weather in middle of February, but I have crocuses blooming in the garden. It's just stunningly beautiful, so let's hear how you're doing, Nancy. I'm doing great. I mean, of course, it's another
2: sunny, lovely day. We had, you know, some torrential rain happening last weekend, which was awesome because we need the rain. Because our summer, our winters have been too much like what you're experiencing. We've had, we've had that for so long now that when it rains, everybody's happy. Everybody's running around saying, yes, it's raining, yes, yes.
1: So, yeah, that's what's going on here. I can understand the joy behind the rainstorms. Context is everything. Uh, Barbara's with us as well. How are you, Barbara? I'm good. How are you? So nice to hear your voice.
2: Yeah, it's so nice to be on a live call.
1: Yay. And you I wanna
2: say one thing. It's sunny here and that's about it.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's, it's
2: really cold. Oh. For New York, yeah. It's it's been crazy. <laughs> but it's very sunny. Well, yay
1: for that. You yay. So, um I I had briefly talked about um, this book on one of our prior calls, but I wanted to just share a couple of things from Drew Rosell's Let It Go. He's actually going to be doing um, a guest spot for us at GDU this month. I think that might even be next week. I could be wrong, but I know it's coming up sometime soon. Uh, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk with him is because I am such a fan of the topic of this book. Um, I, in fact, I was just telling someone the other day that I think one of the conscious creation skills that I have the most room for improvement on might very well be this let it go factor. Because we hear people tell stories all the time about how frustrated they are that the stuff they don't care about, that they don't try hard on, that stuff manifests all the time. It's the stuff that really matters, takes forever, or never happens. I think the reason for that is because of the let it go factor, the um, our ability to allow and to be hands off and let universe do its magic at once we've given our vibrational instruction. So, I was really excited to see a book devoted to this, and I thought it I thought it worth spotlighting on one of our calls. So, I'll share just a little bit about this. It's a it's a fairly small book. Let me see how many pages are in here. It's a like 139 pages, and I don't know, it's it's a smaller size book. I think this is self-published. I got the impression it had a lot of swear words in it. <laughs> so um, either he talked his publisher into letting him. yeah, it looks self-published to me. Yes. So um, the, at the very beginning of the book, I've got highlighted where it says, the key to having what you want, anything that you want, is your willingness to let that thing go. And that really sums up the message Mm. of this entire book. And I will say this, that Drew gives a lot of credit to both Abraham and Communion of Light at the very beginning of his book. But let me read. So I understand that might be a fairly direct quote from Communion of Light. I only ask, or I only think that because Frank commented on my blog post the other day with almost word for word that. And I was like, oh, wow. I I just asked if I could interview Drew because I like that thought so much. Did that come from communion of light? And Frank said, I don't know who got it from who, but I love it no matter where it comes from. Here's a paragraph that goes into a little more detail. Letting go is everything you think it is. It's giving up. It's allowing and surrendering. It's releasing yourself from heavy thoughts like worry. You'll feel the power of letting go when you divorce yourself from the old ideas about who you're supposed to be. You'll feel the power of letting go when you give up fighting against unwanted circumstances. You'll feel it when you take the leap into vulnerability and drop your hidden defenses. You'll feel the power of letting go when you decide to let go by opening yourself and feeling the full range of your emotions. In fact, he's got a lot of, I won't say a lot, but he tells some um, very effective stories about how he felt the full range of emotions before he let go. <laughs> There's some, some swear words involved and it's, clear you know that he's been he has walked his talk with what he's sharing here and he does share a couple of personal stories about what happens when you do give up um i've got bookmarked here page this is page 77 this chapter is called be willing and he writes remember that the real key to your desire is to allow your desire just stop pushing get out of the way and allow So here's a simple idea that will swing your allowing door wide open. I love the metaphor of doors open and closed. I use that one myself all the time. He says, if you want to be wealthy, you must be willing to be poor. If you want a lean body, you must be willing to be fat. If you want to be in a great relationship, you must be willing to be alone. If you want to be healthy, you must be willing to feel sick. If you want to be successful, you must be willing to fail. That makes total sense, I think, to any of us hearing that who understand the principle of what we resist persists. Because as long as we have resistance to any of those things, then we, we've we got the magnet turned on for them. So I thought that made a lot of sense. He says, if you're not willing, you're resisting. So decide to become willing. And he, he says, let me be clear here, sticking with the example of money, just because you're willing to be poor does not mean that you want to be poor or even that you remotely like the idea of being poor. Of course you don't. But the key here is that you can not like something. You cannot like something. Let the thought. Let me make sure I'm getting this sentence right. But the key here is that you can not like not like. Oh, so hard for me to read. You cannot like something. Let the thought be what it is, and just put your focus elsewhere instead of pushing up against the thought out of fear. Um, oh, and then he goes on to say, look, an important point. It's important to note you cannot bullshit yourself here. This isn't about saying you're willing if you don't really mean it. And he talks about how we live in a vibrational universe. So the universe operates only on vibration, not words. So to be willing, you need to really let go and feel the relief of dropping your resistance to potential unwanted outcomes. After all, he says, the relief is what you're really looking for anyway. And then he, I, another quote I love, when you're willing not to have something you desire, you are open to allowing it into your life. Sounds like a paradox. But I love what Bashar says about paradoxes. That is that the proper plural of paradox. <laughs> um, but he, but uh, Bashar says, or is it Abraham, that you know you're tapping into a great truth when it looks like a paradox. So um, I'm a I'm a big fan of the message of this book, and it is one of the skills that I aspire to practice better. So. I'd love to hear what you guys have been reading, or what you've been watching, or listening to, or studying.
2: Well, I do wonder. First, Jeanette, did you like the book? Would you recommend it to others?
1: I would recommend this skill to others, and if someone feels really stuck with how to engage it, this could open the door for that. Um, But but the stories that Drew shared were examples from his life, and he probably shared examples from a couple other people too, but. They were where they they gave up out of pure frustration, out of just you know being so sick and tired of fighting what they didn't want that they just they gave up, and we understand giving up from that really high contrast place. I'm interested in in being able to practice this without getting to that uh to that level of frustration so um and I I, thought, you know i I thought the vulnerability part was a really interesting
2: um point because we can say okay you know i'm ready to release this but until we get to that really that feeling of vulnerability and surrender like when you when you finally just have had enough
1: yeah. you know
2: mm-hmm. and you well, get that's to when that a lot yourself, of us get
1: there oh, yeah but, but could we get there sooner <laughs> could we get there before <laughs> we're that fed up um well right. you know Nancy, I I like how you pointed out the vulnerability piece that Drew spotlighted because I think a lot of people come to Law of Attraction out of a desire to control their reality. You know, like um, they want to ensure themselves against the bad things. And so practicing vulnerability – oh, this is hilarious – Elvis is trying to follow Luna up the tree. <laughs> I always thought Nancy, I always thought if Elvis is gonna climb the tree, that's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> well there you go. <laughs> oh, he was doing asking until, <laughs> Yeah, he, he ran into something in the yard that t- took him out of his stride. But uh yeah, I, I I that might have even been true for myself that um I practiced conscious creation for a while just out of that effort to stay safe, like like an unwillingness to be vulnerable, and again, it kind of feels like one of those paradoxes that um might not make a lot of sense when you think about it, but the practice of it is really powerful
2: well i think I think that's an interesting point, Jeanette, because as as we know, the more you work and you study law of attraction, the more you start to recognize that everything is a blessing, and even the contrast even though you might not appreciate it in in the initial moment that it shows up, the truth is whenever we look back on contrast in our life, we can always point to a number of blessings that came out of that, Mm quote-unquote, contrast that couldn't have happened had it not been for the contrast. Mm -hmm. And yet when contrast shows up, if you're new to Law of Attraction, you tend to tighten up and say, oh, I'm doing something wrong, I'm doing something wrong, Mm -hmm. when in fact, it's really, it it can sometimes be the fastest way for everything to come together.
1: Um, Oh, gosh, I've got such a perfect Abraham quote for that on it's in my inbox i think this is it yeah 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 okay it's titled it should be a lot easier um the quote goes this why do you make it so hard for the universe to give it to you that you have to die to get it you see it should be easier it should be a lot easier it should be easier for all of you you should be having fun now in every moment you should be either interested eager or feeling fun In other words, that is the way life is supposed to be for you, with brief little spurts of contrast to help you keep moving forward. But this beat in the drum of what's wrong thing is way out of hand. (laughs) Isn't that a great quote? That's from 07.
0: I saw a a bumper sticker yesterday. This is Julie. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Julie, Julie. I snuck in here um, that said, Negative people will find problems with every solution you give them.
2: That's right. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) I that
2: was I've great. Been,
1: I've unfortunately been one of those negative people. Uh, I, I, well, I can, we I all can see that, one. you know. Yeah, so but definitely. I thought that was great.
0: Oh yeah. Well,
2: you know, I was thinking about that actually the other day because I, I have been the person who has given suggestions and been met with no, 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 that won't work, that won't work, that you know, and wondered what was going on with the other person, and then I've been the one where somebody has been giving me ideas and I said no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, that won't work, no, nope, that won't, and what I realized, and I understand now because of Eve's teachings, is it's about it's always about vibration, mm-hmm. so. If you're with somebody who is focused on the problem, and/or you're focused on the problem, you're not in vibrational vicinity to the right. answer, right? So, right. so everything that comes to you is just going to seem, you know, off. And and I realize when um, when people are throwing ideas at me, they're throwing mm-hmm. ideas that feel good to them, correct? Yes. And then I am paying attention to my own internal, you know, uh, emotional guidance system and it doesn't feel good to me because it's not in well, vibrational alignment with what I want.
1: A lot, look, let's face it. We, we got to be in the contrast for a minute, right? I mean,
2: when uh, someone's mm-hmm. trying to
1: offer solutions while we're still in the red hot moment of it, they're just it isn't going to jive. And I think I think we have to honor that. I mean, I think it's wise to recognize I can't hear it right now, but give me a minute or two, or a week or two, and then maybe I can. But, but for this red hot moment, I I this is not the time for solutions yet. We got to feel it out first. Yeah. And, and you know what? And it's it's training
0: of the mind too. I mean, I don't know about you all, but I'm a recovering. What would somebody call me? Elise called me a recovering intellectual or something because I
2: <laughs> <laughs> just oh instead of a recovering you
0: know alcoholic intellectual and I. Because, and I still do it, my mind just gets, I just overanalyze the crap out of stuff, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know why I do that, because I'm usually such a happy-go-lucky, lucky, lucky, lucky lucky girl, but then every once in a while, man, I will just have so much contrast, and Nancy, to your point, it's recognizing it, and this is where all the training comes in, to get back to neutral, you know, to get back to the energy of what you wish for and what you want, not the red-hot moment of it. Right, right, and then, and that's why I find Easy World such a great
2: solution and also, of course, in Miracles has that statement, I'm willing to see this situation differently. Yeah. Yeah. Take my thoughts and judge them for me. Return to me thoughts of, you know,
0: whatever. I'm willing to see this differently. I don't know, the, but that is a really good one too. Yeah, I
1: think, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and if it's good if we just, when we're feeling something that we're not comfortable with because our bodies and our emotions and our breathing and our heartbeat are indicators to us if we're if we're aware that there's something out of alignment here so i mean fortunately we have these bodies if we tune into them we know when something's out of whack and sometimes guys I'll know something's out of whack and i'll still push through you know it's like oh my god the sky is falling so and you know and i always but i will say it's gotten better since i moved to oregon you know i'm really a yeah i'm just a uh-huh. lot more i mean i was just like my well i'll talk about contrast the whole thing with my sister right when she right Mm-hmm. When she left out in such a weird way, and talk about contrast, I, and I think I've shared this before with some of you here, but I remember I was having such a bad day, no longer working at American Express, or I'd been for 10 years. My daughter was in Mexico, still still married to the gay guy, you know. My sister just <laughs> choked on a peanut butter sandwich. I mean, really? Can it get any worse? <laughs> really? And I just remembered walking along this creek, and I just had to sit down because I mean, like, I was getting, I had to sit down because I couldn't see any more. My world was closing in on me. So mm-hmm. I just sat down, and I just turned it over. I was like, oh, my God, my life's in your hands. My life's in your hands. I know my life's in your hands. And this voice said, okay, feel how bad it is right now? That's how good it can be. So, And I was just like, okay,
2: mm-hmm. okay, okay,
0: okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, but life I knew line. I had a mm-hmm. Lifeline. It was a lifeline. Wow. It really was. So the contra, and so. No, when I've been faced with things here, now I was like, well, I just, you know, have had the worst. So, really, everything to me is looking <laughs> up from here, you know. Oh I'm like, God. really? Oh, I got
1: to move? Okay. I love that. Like, everything else pales in comparison. You've yeah. the worst. Everything yeah. else is in stride. How cool. You know,
0: I'm so- fretting a little bit about the house, you know, but I think it's going to be all good. So, I mean, it is all good. It is all good. If I really want it, I've got it. So, I've got 10 right. days to mm. have the inspections, but I won't go off on that because we're talking about other stuff.
1: Well oh, I
2: phone was, phone Oh I huh? was going to say ahead. Jeanette. I just wonder if because um, I, I remember going through some tough stuff in my thirties and my mother, who by that time was, you know, in her seventies, was saying, Oh, you know, she was so relaxed about it. She was in her seventies and she was like, Oh my god, yeah. when you get somebody my age, you've gone through this kind of stuff so often that you no right. longer freak, you no longer freak out. Oh well, that's what it is. We're right. getting older. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would have done so I guess
0: learn it younger or older.
2: Well, you know, you know live, but yeah, you
0: live through, you live through more, right? Well, you in, know what? The- Absolutely. And I think I had the triumvirate that you know that month. You know, with all that stuff. Mm. That yeah, no for- doubt. Oh, and it was like, oh, right in the middle of your Saturn. Right? I'm like, that second Saturn return is a witch. <laughs> yeah, it's it is hard, man. <laughs> really. <laughs> okay, I see what this is. I still don't like it, you know, but I'll, I'll, you know, hand it over, but wow.
2: But it but it got you. It got you to Oregon, which is something you had been wanting. For oh. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so whole, even in the contrast, it brought you exactly what you wanted. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. And I and I and I recognized it you guys because since that time, since I first arrived here, I have seen you know, because I came up here and didn't know anybody, you know, so just my synchronicities are all fresh and new, right? You know, so it's just mm-hmm. meeting people and just, I mean, I would be at the right place or they would be at the right place in the right time. And just, I mean, it was just a wonderful thing to see. And I could just go, oh, thank you, thank you. I know what that is. Because it was all, you know, manifestations of things I, that I've held in my heart, in my mind for a long time. Aww. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it's good. Okay, Jeanette.
1: Julie's not old enough to have had her second Saturn return, is she? No, I think so. Fifty-eight. Yep. Wow. Big stuff. Right.
0: Yeah. I know. And that's the weird. You know thing. I mean, so, You know yeah, what?
1: You know but... has been lighting me up lately? Okay. Oh, ooh, who said this? Oh, they were interviewing. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I was. I was at the salon. Yesterday, and I was reading something in National Geographic about their best of travel series, something or other, and one of the writers was i want to say in Africa with Bushman, and he was learning some of the things that they live by and He asked one of the guys how old he was, and the guy said, "We don't count our age in years, and I was like, "Oh my God, I so want to do that they count <laughs> they counted it in some other way. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't years and I thought, "I just so." want to let go of knowing how old I am, and, and I, I get, oh, yeah. I'm getting closer and closer, but every once in a while, someone will ask me, and I stop, and I start to think, and I start to answer accurately, and I'm like, no, Jeanette, don't do that. <laughs> it's
0: sh- well, it's shocking, my mother used to say, getting older isn't for the faint-hearted, but it's actually a beautiful, graceful process, too, you know what I mean? Because what are you going to do? Agree. What are you going to do? I agree. I mean, you can't fight it. Now, I certainly still go get my maintenance, you know, because I am in sales, and I'll, you know, I own it, and I'll do that, but nothing drastic. Well, little, that's what
1: I was doing yesterday. <laughs> yeah.
0: Little little shot here, a little shot there, a little plump there, you know. So yeah.
2: You know, that's an interesting thing, Jeanette, this is Barbara. I, I um because I'm older than Julie. <laughs>
0: so like really you look good. You Jennifer. guys would never yeah. I know oh, I know. You know what? Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very I'm very grateful. And these I women know, who look yeah. young in our family, I mean, but, so well, I, I don't know, I, not so
2: much in my family, but it's just definitely it's me. And um, I don't even think about my age. It's it's really. Yeah. I think I've let go of my age because I often forget how old I am. I, do. I even even one time at the doctor's, he said, "Now, how old are you?" And I I was doing the math and I did it wrong, and then I realized when I left, oh my god, I I made myself a year older than I am because I wasn't even
0: twenty <laughs> <So ever again>. yet. <laughs> I love Could it. Could have been fifty nine <laughs> for another year. Talk
2: about no resistance. Oh, no, I, love I mean it. really, I don't have issues with that. That I feel like, wow, okay, I've, I've got that one down. You know?
1: Uh-huh. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I what I want to do, it isn't so much. I, what I want to not engage is what a lot of our culture thinks oh. age means. You know, stereotyping. like stereotyping. Okay. Oh, stereotyping. Yeah, exactly. Now, this like, is I don't very start, interesting. But- because I
0: do see when people yes. find out, I mean, not everybody, like when they find out that I'm in my late 50s, and you can see them. And I've seen this look on their face, and I've said to them, don't stereotype me, because I will not be irrelevant. Oh, I <laughs> you know. You know, I mean, because, also, I mean, I remember, I think it was my aunt, and this has always been in my mind. She goes, I said, well, what is, you know, getting older, Aunt Ethel, blah, blah, blah you know, and she goes, well, nobody tells you that you become irrelevant after about 70. I went, what? What? Yeah. Oh. But that was her story.
2: Yeah, that's not Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's so interesting that people go on Facebook and they're all spouting oh. their own stories as fact. And it's yeah. just so interesting to watch the different people. <laughs> Some people, their facts are way off from other people's facts, yeah. and yet they're all convinced yeah. that, that their story is the fact. And it's really interesting to see. Did you guys yeah. see that there was an 83-year-old model? Um her name is Carmen. She actually started when she was fifteen years old as a model.
0: And, and how old is she now?
2: She's okay. eighty three years old. Okay, eighty three. Very, okay. very classy woman. Very with, beautiful. Um, very beautiful, classy I saw looking it. With, mm-hmm. with shoulder length, um, grey hair. And she's just every time I've ever seen her, she's just lovely, you know, no yeah. matter how old Elegant. She is. What and is I her think, name again?
0: Tell me her name again, uh, I'm
2: sorry. Her, I can't pronounce her last name, but her first name is Carmen, and her last name is spelled, uh, it looks like Del Orifice is her last name. Del Orifice. Del Orifus. I know, okay. that's my name. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Phonetically speaking, <laughs> that's phonetics.
0: <laughs> orifice. Okay, a orifice.
1: That's I'm
2: seeing the Lincoln chat from Huffington Post, but basically.
0: Oh, was it
1: Huffington Post? Okay. Yeah. I'm not in chat, but okay. That shows one of my prejudices about modeling because I thought in that industry, you don't last that long. Like, I thought it was like, you know, firefighters or masseuses. Like, it just burns you out so fast, you wouldn't make it in that field that long. That shows my prejudice. You know what? I just saw a. Um,
0: beautiful and I forget if it was Harper's Bazaar or something, but they had um, you know, Helen Murren, who is just beautiful, Twiggy, oh, yes. who's probably now mm-hmm. sixty seven. Um, gosh, they had this model who's now about sixty eight and and these women are grand. You know, and I just was like, you know, I think there's this thing where you're and I don't know if it's the witches thing, not my thing, but like, you know, you're at this age and your babies and then you're this age and then you're adolescence and now you're woman and then you're a mother, and then you become crone. I mean, I could kind of see this thing, but I was does that make sense to you guys? I just saw these women. They kind of just. I don't know, like when they're sixty-eight, 69, They just kind of enter into this other era. Yeah, they
1: like they're like crone. they're.
2: They're empowered by their crone status, and they're they're.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: They're, they're just they're power. they're
0: very cool. They're mm-hmm. just very cool, very powerful, and I'm sure they said, "I will not be irrelevant." more than once
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I have had and to say like, oh, don't stereotype me don't do it don't do it <laughs> I <don't laughs> see it on your face I see it on your face right now I said that and they're like I'm right right <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: so I just want to mention in chat um Guillaume who's just he's only in chat he's not dialed in he was mentioning the divine matrix by um uh Greg Braden and I thought you read that Jeanette because I remember talking about it a while back
1: um It's. I don't think I have. I've read a couple books by Greg, but I do not believe that's one of them. Yeah, The Divine Nature was actually the first book
2: of his that I read, and somebody gave it to me because they thought that because they knew my interest in science and quantum physics and all that kind of stuff, and they thought that I would enjoy it. And and I started reading it, and it was one of those books where I'd read like a half a page, and I'd have to put it down and think about it before I could. Pick it up and keep reading. But I love Greg's videos, and he's got a video called um, The Science of Miracles. It's a DVD, mm. and a lot of the stuff that's in The Divine Matrix, he talks about in The Science of Miracles, but in that DVD, he's showing you graphics that help explain Oh, what he's I, talking about. I love
0: visual mm. aids. Yes. You yeah, know,
2: I yeah. visual better. aids <laughs> always, help for me, always help me. You know, <laughs> even if
1: you
2: even if you have a book with a diagram in it, it's not the same as an animated
0: visual right. aid oh, right, that right.
2: shows you how something works and so that you can really get it. You're more engaged. Yes, yes. And I just learned better that way. So um, I, I found that... I, I go back to The Divine Matrix when I want quotes on you know specific science-based quotes and things like that, but it was not an easy book for me to read, but Guillaume was saying that um, he does enjoy it. He studied a lot of physics. He enjoys reading the physics stuff. So if you're a person who loves to read the mm-hmm. denser science stuff, then The Divine Matrix is an awesome book, and if you're more like me and you need the visual aid, his his DVD um the Science of Miracles, I swear you will you will keep that on your bookshelf forever and watch it from time to time just because it's such a great video.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Really Thank good. you. Awesome.
2: Yeah. So um anyway, so I guess we digress from your
0: your topic <laughs> of letting what go. What were we talking about? We were letting go. <laughs> I came in late and just laid mute for a little while.
2: <laughs> no, we were. We, she was uh, reviewing the book
1: by Drew Rosell. and well,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, and it, it was a short review. I, I am, I'm a huge fan of the idea of it, and I want to become a better practicer, practitioner of it. Do you guys have any ideas how to do that without getting to the totally frustrated place where you just want to throw your hands in the air with some swear words? Well, what's wrong with that?
2: <laughs> I
1: don't want to feel that much contrast around it. Here's All what I was time. thinking the other day. Remember how much I loved my other house? Do you guys remember yeah. the love yeah. I had for that house? Like I actually I looked forward to dying in that house. I loved the house, I loved the neighborhood. I just loved it so thoroughly. I I didn't just love it when I thought about it. It was one of the things I loved about my life. I mean, it was it was really ah, oh, just Lots and lots and lots and lots of love for that house. I drove by it the other day. That's why I was thinking about it. So, um, what, look at what happened here. I, okay. Cause I was thinking about how, how helpful is it really to have goals? Because I didn't have an intention <laughs> to get a better house. And I love, but I love that house so much. that Now I'm in one that when Russ, when we broke up and he suggested I go back to my other house, I was like, I don't think so. Like, the house I'm in now, I love a bazillion times even more than I did before, which I wouldn't have thought possible. I really wouldn't have thought. Interesting. Yeah, I know. So I was thinking that had that was that had to be the epitome of allowing. Like when Abraham talks about how just go love your life. That kind of feels like oh that's my a God. good example. Oh, Janelle, thank you,
0: Jeanette, thank you for saying that. Oh, I just that just went through me like a bolt of lightning. I have been really. I'm just going to do a real quick tangent here because I could use some sister help on this. Sure. Um, I went through um, about, you know buying this house, and I was like – I went and looked at so many houses, but I love this neighborhood. I moved – this is the neighborhood that was always in my dreams. But the neighborhood here is $400 a square foot. You know, I mean, it's just a lot of money, and the beautiful, beautiful old house condo that I'm living in for 1,000 square feet, the guy will sell to me for $415,000 and no parking. You know, and HOA, and I was just like, you know, I, I just don't want to do that. So, he's going to sell it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm in transition. I put, um, I put a, a contract in yesterday on this house after looking scouring Portland, and it came back to I just wanted to be in this neighborhood. So I bought like a little two bedroom, one bath, 980 square foot place, but it's right there in the neighborhood. I look out in the West Hills. It's right where I want to be. We could
1: call it a thousand. It's a thousand. It's close it's enough. It's thousand. It's oh, time. It's,
0: t- it's, t- it's even. D-
1: but here's I the was eight fifty, Julie. I, my huh? other house was eight hundred and fifty.
0: Really? Okay. Well, then this is. I Maybe I'm just still trying to get, then get rid of all this Texan too, because in Texas my house is twenty-two hundred. Right. Oh, I, my I didn't goodness. need that much. Different. Okay. I, I got so. that. Didn't need that much. I got you know, I yeah. I didn't need that. Came here a thousand square feet with no garage. Great. You know what? I have filled this place out definitely. I could use a bigger place, and I had been looking at bigger places with, you know, fireplaces and yards and stuff, but I'd have to go outside of my neighborhood to get that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I walk
2: everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: So I found this place, and it was one of those things where my real estate agent called me, and she goes, hey, there's this one. It's right in the neighborhood you want. She said, "The you know, the pending expired. You can put in, a, you know, let's go see it, and it was right in the neighborhood. It almost feels primal-like. This is where I lived before, hunted before, mm. ate before, loved before. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just and so I'm like, Okay, it's gonna be small. Diva was my daughter and she goes, Well, we can make this work. She did
1: you know, it it in my experience it isn't so much small as it is, um it's comfortable. It's so it's cozy, it feels appropriate, it feels to it me, feels it felt really I don't want to say responsible isn't the right word because I don't want to feel like I have judgment on bigger things, but it was so comfortable. It was easy to maintain. It was easy to love. It was it, oh, easy it, to love. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you could still hear the love I have for that house. I mean, when I drove past and I don't own it anymore, someone else lives there. And part of me, it was, I had some wistful feelings and I was like, Jeanette, you, know, you can't have all the cool houses. <laughs>
0: you can't have <laughs> one cool house. You know what? You that's let someone so funny. You love it. Well, this place, too, is a community. It's got 18 townhomes, which is very nice. And I thought, well, that's good. If I fall, somebody can pick me up. Just joking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's very, and I have parking, which is, which was very, because here where I live, really, it's like New York. Here in northwest Portland. I yeah, mean,
2: you, that's what it you, sounds like.
0: <laughs> you know what? It's unbelievable. Like, I got up this morning, put my tennis shoes on, my, you know, fleeces, and ran and got my car that was parked around the block just so I could park it in front of my house. Because I got a new car this year, too. me mm-hmm. uh, up and down the mountains. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, anyhow, I just had to get that out a little bit. Thank you. I know I'm going to the right place. I'm just kind of freaking out with dimensions and furniture.
1: You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's got
0: a lot of pros, a lot, a lot. Oh, it does. Oh, way pros. more pros. Way more. Yeah. Pros. yeah. I mean, I even did the whole like over analyzing. There I go. Line down the middle.
1: <laughs> you know. I mean, I did.
0: The, I was crazy. <laughs> crazy. And then I walked into this place. I was like, Oh man, it is nice. Nicely. That's well done. how
1: I felt when I walked in mine. I and I was in an apartment that was bigger than the house I was looking at. So this was this was okay. for sure. But I walked in and it just felt—it felt so perfect. And it was renters had been in it, you guys. It was trashed, and and I just fell in love. I just knew it was my place. I just knew, knew, knew it was my place. Did you live there by yourself? I look. I was, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of on the verge of a breakup right as I was house hunting, but um, me going house hunting, he he proposed and I married him. So uh, we bought it. Is- I had been approved for to, to buy it my own self. But mm-hmm. then when we when I said yes to his proposal, which was on my answering machine, talk about romantic um <laughs> Yeah uh, That's a we, book.
0: Oh my right. god, that is such a book. That is we, a um, movie. He he he, he did, did he joined
1: me in the paperwork so we were co owners even though Oh
0: yeah. It was oh, it was my one house of those, through and,
1: one of those and through. Yeah,
0: yeah, there was yeah, no doubt when we got that.
1: divorced that I was staying put, because that's all yeah. yeah.
0: toe to toe. I am not leaving you <laughs> knew leaving. it
1: too. There was no question yeah. about it. That was so mine,
0: and I that's why I was talking didn't... to you
1: guys, huh? I know me too
2: Jeanette, oh, you mentioned, says... you mentioned. you mentioned um you asked a question like what up yeah. for you were asking for opinions and this and that, so I'm going to get
0: mine <laughs> um Please. about letting go yeah,
2: um, I'm actually finding at this moment in my life. Um, and I, I knew about Andy Dooley's, um vibration activation process before because I think he was at GBU with it when he first introduced it, but I never really used it until now. And I'm finding this is what I'm playing with right now uh, in letting go is that, you know, because I'm so in tune. We're in tune, you know, as, L, as deliberate creators, we we know when we're getting out of whack, right? Yeah. So um, I'm I'm... Playing with that process of his, where you clear out the negative with stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here, or use right. another f or, or another f word, um, <laughs> whatever you want to use there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling. I don't know. I kind of had this like light bulb moment because then he has the transition story that that you do in the that, meantime, to fill, or... in, like trying kind of, yeah, just to kind of close the gap. Well, you know, not close it, but like help you move up the scale. Brid- Brid- I keep calling it age terms. Bridget, right? Bridget, yeah. So, um, it's interesting because I wasn't feeling really that transition gap, but until I kind of realized, well, it's just like kind of like doing a focus wheel, um, <laughs> with the but saying out loud, you know, stop it if I can stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here, and then start to try to pivot and start to say things like, you know, I'm beginning to feel better. I haven't always felt this way. You know, the, the kind of statements that you say out loud and just rapidly do those for 68 seconds. And then, you know, suddenly you're kind of – I'm finding it's working. It, it works faster than some other things I've used in the past. I don't know. It's resonating with me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. No. I like yeah, it a lot. I and, like and, and then and it, once you get really, good. you know – and as you do the transition story, you know, you have that phrase, that's right. <laughs> and I can get totally into that. Like, I, in fact, I was doing it in the and shower. Yeah, right. I was doing it in the shower this morning. And Zelda, my cat, <laughs> I had the door, okay, because her litter box is in the, in the bathroom, so... Mm-hmm. I leave it kind of a gel. She's looking at me really funny now because she knows I'm talking about her. Of course. Of course. She <laughs> comes in. They're so funny. And I'm in the shower, and, and I'm like, you know, I'm doing all these that's rights and all these things. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in, and she looks at me like. Have you but, your and mind? And I swear, I swear <laughs> her thought was, what about me? Like, I hadn't said anything about her. Oh. <laughs> myself. And uh, and then she meowed, and I felt like oh. she was telling me, "That's right." <laughs> Probably. Just, there you go. Anyway, so I included her in my
0: because <laughs> I <I've been became, laughs> turned so into a That's awesome, me. Barbara.
2: You had to, you know, it was the moment. I was, I really felt that. <laughs> it's really
0: you funny. know what? That's so funny that you say that because maybe not even three <laughs> nights ago, Barbara. Three nights ago, I was looking up something like an old Facebook. And there was the I was I joined that Andy Dooley, that's right, you know, in the meantime and,
2: uh-huh. and it,
0: that girl Elizabeth Rossman, I think her name was, the v- virtual assistant, she and I did it. And I remember and so I went through that and I thought, that really works.
2: It's powerful. That it really stuff
0: is. really works. Yeah. It's it true. is for
2: me right now. So yeah. <laughs> I think the transition story that's part of that process is really Key to why that process mm-hmm. works because it really gives your mind something positive to focus on. Correct, correct. To shift it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the trick mm-hmm. is is really finding another deliberate creator that you can really do bounce off. Yeah, yeah, do it with. I <laughs> I took a class back early two thousands. I took a class with a woman here locally, and she had us buddy up and do something kind of like that, but it was more gratitude based um, through email, and. I had a partner who just wasn't, you know, wasn't committed. Sometimes she'd show mm-hmm. up and sometimes she didn't show up. And that, for me, was almost more frustrating than,
0: mm-hmm. you
2: Definitely. Know.
1: it's
2: like, yeah. And I think, Jeanette, weren't you saying one time you were part of a um, mastermind group? Mastermind. And you yeah. had people that were
1: not. Yeah, I'm know. not down with that. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you got to find, if you're going to do that, It's it's like what Abe says
1: you know, or who,
2: I don't know who it is that says, you have to be really, you have to start really caring
0: who you connect with oh, I and mean, yeah. making sure that oh, you're connecting with people that... That's a nice thing to That's a nice way to put that, Nancy. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's true,
2: right? It's, um, they, uh, when you find, when you connect with the right people, it can make the process, those processes, like, you explained, Barbara, really even that much more powerful because now mm-hmm. you're connecting with people who get it on an energetic basis and are mirroring it back to you. And I think that's a powerful... Um, yeah, that's very powerful. Um, hey,
1: as well. Since we got a couple oh. cat lovers on the line, okay, <clears throat> someone asked. someone asked on my Facebook page whether I think cats are sensitive to the energy from laptops and other devices because mm. she, she noticed that when she has hers out her cats kind of scatter but when they're put away they're more inclined to cuddle um have you guys noticed anything like that with your cats because ca- it seems like my laptop is the same as a newspaper like a cat's thinks yes. that's their invitation to come sit right there on you i've got a cat yeah. on my lap right now that's- i have to hold my laptop in the air <laughs> in order to read chat room because she's going to sit on my lap instead. Mm -hmm. Mm My phone is exactly like that. Yeah. Really? Sorry. Mm -hmm. No.
2: Move move that thing so I can sit in your lap. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) My space is... You've got to clean my space. So I uh, ground. I'm sitting here with my bare feet on my grounding mat while I'm on the computer, and so I keep it right near my computer, so I'm always grounding when I'm on my computer. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. she doesn't really hang out so much with me when I'm doing that. But when I'm downstairs, if I unplug my computer and take it downstairs and I'm working downstairs in the living room, it's, it's exactly what you explained, Jeanette, where it's like, it's like put a it in your lap and it's an immediate invitation for her to get in my lap and, oh, I'll that like thing's that. in my way, get that thing out of my way so I can sit in your lap. And then as soon as I move it and she gets in my lap, she's not really that interested in being in my lap. So... Um, <laughs>
1: It's more like I want you to get that so thing off your fine. lap. Yeah. I got the distinct impression that's what Bombay was trying to tell me last night when or whenever it was. Yeah, it was last night when I I went up supposedly to keep him company and then 20 minutes later I realized I haven't even pet him once and I look around I can't see him anywhere. He's walked into his cat carrier. That's how what? that's how offended I think he was that I wasn't paying any attention to him. And he I was talking to him and so, said, what are you doing in there? Come on out. And he wouldn't. And so and I sta- I waited a couple minutes and I thought, I hope he's all right. So I shut mm. it thinking I better I better walk over and see. And as soon as I shut it, I hadn't even started getting up yet. As soon as I shut it, he walked right out and sat in my lap. So, I mean, so some, someone was wondering, you know, do, do you think it could be that it's the cat doesn't like electronics? I think that cat didn't like being ignored.
2: <laughs> I think so, too.
1: Yeah, Zelda was just laying on my leg, you know,
2: because I had my laptop on the little table in front of me. But she she was just inching her way during the first part of this conversation to get on my lap. So in between me and the laptop, always. (laughs) But now I got up, so. (laughs) so
1: She once had a cat who called him meowing when he was in Canada. I'd love to hear more about I that. I don't understand <laughs> what that means. Does he mean he called him on the phone? Or how did the cat... I mean, cats call
2: their owners oh. all the time, right? Like, I swear Louise says hi when I enter a room. It's, oh, it's of course her she does. Person, Oh, oh my God. Wow. of course. Hey. Okay. I, they say... Oh, I say hey. I'm like, hey. Exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All hey. time. Yeah. Because whenever yeah, I come five, back, five, I'm five, like, five.
2: hi, Louise, I'm home. <laughs> So. Yep. <laughs> and, so she she, ta- and she talks. She talks back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She or <laughs> she'll initiate it. Like I walk in the room and I forget like to say hi hi to her, and she'll like her, the meow sounds like a hi. <laughs> yeah, my, my I think that's cool. Hi. Yeah, my okay. Zelda goes. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite imitate it, but it's not a meow. But she she talks a lot, so uh-huh. always you know, like I'm looking around for her. And if I look in a room, and there she is, because she's claimed the second bedroom now that we cleaned it up after my daughter went back to Iowa, (laughs) and now the room is clean, she just hangs out there with these fuzzy toys, you know, fuzzy (laughs) animals and everything. She's so cute. And, you know, I'm looking for her, and there she is on the bed, and I stick my head in, and she's, you know, just all the time. She's always talking. Like a trill? Like a yeah, all
1: the control.
2: time. Just, yeah, she mm-hmm. talks all. You the know
1: time. what? I love that when uh, I mean Russ and I are both in this house with the same animals, and he can't tell what they, what most of them mean. Like when they when they whine or when they bark or when they meow. Like I can tell. I don't even.
0: I can uh, tell what
1: they mean by it most yes. of the time. Every once in a while, I maybe have to go investigate, but I can tell. Okay, he wants out. Okay. He's hungry. Okay, Uh, that he's barking at a dog in the yard. Okay, no, he's barking at a person in the yard. Okay, he's barking at a person at the door. Like uh, Russ is, he can't tell the difference between any of it. So it makes me feel kind (laughs) of cool. I was
0: gonna say clueless around animal signals, and you're just you're just spot on with your animals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love the one where you couldn't get the dog out of, you couldn't get the dog to come downstairs, so you went to the front door and rang the doorbell. <laughs> I know. I know. That was really fun. Cool. <laughs> my word. That's <laughs> <was> so
1: funny. <laughs> he was so funny for, for hours. He's like, will come down. Coyle, come down. What's been wrong with him? He's all worried. I'm like, I'm, Mike. I'm not going to sweat anything if I don't have to, so I'll let him worry about oh, it. Oh, like, my God. Like, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But several hours later, I was finally like, okay, just to get Russ to be quiet and to stop worrying. So I, uh, But I did. I tried calling Coda down myself, and he wasn't having it, so I knew how to get him down. Russ was a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next day when he was doing it again, I didn't even, I was standing right there on the stairs. I'm saying, come on down, Bear Bear. What are you thinking? What's, what's going on? Come on down. Don't you want something to eat? Don't you want to come hang out with us? He's not having it. I walk straight to the front door. I knock right on it with him looking at me, and he still runs down. <laughs> like you don't even have to be that sneaky. <laughs> That's funny. You gotta love him. Wow. I gotta be. If anyone notices me still on this call at the top of the hour, someone tell me there's somewhere I need to be on another call at that time.
2: Okay. So
1: okay. Otherwise, I lose track of time. We'll give you two minutes. I'll do the two minutes <laughs> drill. I'll do the two minute warning. I'm used to my Fridays being really relaxed. Like I don't have to really be anywhere, do anything other than lunch uh, and maybe this call and the the Friday coaches call with for good for good vibe coach academy. But so it's easy for me to forget I'm supposed to be doing something else on a Friday. I oh think. right, I had a pretty yeah, yeah
0: I was, had a nice day. I was able to walk around outside. It's like. 52 and sunny, and that's just nice. so nice. Went and got uh-huh. this chai tea, change your life, chai tea. Very close to where I'm moving. It's just so good. But
2: um, Well, that's one thing. I've heard uh, Joel Osteen talk about how when he and Victoria were um, uh, thinking about buying, I think it was about buying the house, mm-hmm. their first house, they would, like, walk around the block of that house. Mm-hmm. As
0: if it, as if it was their neighborhood. As if they I did were, that yeah. today. I love that. I did that. To, I, I did that today.
2: Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <clears throat> Perfect. And no, still, you know, I know I put bids in on a number of different houses before I got mine, and yeah. and the one I finally got was so much better than the other ones that I had bid on. So. Oh, and now good. I know, and now I know, even if it's I bid good. on a property and it doesn't go through, I know something better is lined up for me. And that's... that's
0: you know what? And I feel with this house, I'm so grateful to have it, and it's just, and it's in a good school area. I mean, it's in a good, you know, I mean, it's even closer. Now, literally, I don't know if I've ever showed you guys, like, how close I am to the forest. I am now literally three blocks away mm-hmm. from the failure. I That just amazing. Awesome. That is so that's good. beautiful. Okay. So, and I'm looking at my office, is going to be, I'm giving my office to the master bedroom, you know, so because mm-hmm. it's right in the front, doing the whole feng shui thing where all the sun comes in, <clears throat> and I'll be able to look out at those West Hill Mountains. <clears throat> so that, how and much, that is what I love. I mean, that's, oh, my God, it's just so gorgeous.
1: How much work from home do you do at this job, Julie?
0: Um, oh, well, every day, unless I'm out doing you know, unless I'm out on appointments or it's traveling. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... But I've been I've been yeah. to Seattle. I'm gonna be I'm going back to Seattle. I'm going to Kansas City next week for a month. That's I mean for a month, for a week. That's just their annual meeting. So it'll be good. I'll meet everybody that I've just talked to on the phone. I mean, so that'll be nice. Sure. And then I'll be back and just driving around in my new BMW on an expense account for Oregon and Washington, <laughs> going, Thank you, God. This is really good. I get what you mean. Just hang on. Just
2: hang on. And see, see, it took the contrast of the last
0: job to propel you forward, you know? Yeah. If I could even tell you guys every day am I reminded of. And I'm grateful for um, that other place, the 60-hour, you know, a week soul-sucking place. (laughs) I am grateful for it. (laughs) Try not to have a lot of charge because after all, I got paid well, you know, and I was able Mm -hmm. to leave with, you know, yeah. You guys only
1: got paid well. You did really well. I mean, I did you were well, getting yeah. written up for mm-hmm. doing too big a deals. I mean, how I know well? isn't
0: that just astounding? Somebody that's so funny. On my way back from drinking my chai tea, one of the guys, sales guys, called me. He goes, "I'm really thinking of leaving. I just couldn't even talk to him." I'm like, "Well, you know, yeah." He said they're abusive. they're I was like, "Yeah,
1: been there, done that."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, one that. of the guys at the old place where you yeah, know. he called. Yeah, Such yeah. a nice guy. Such a nice guy. They were sold. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But anyhow, I'm just very grateful that – oh, and I gained 10 pounds, which is what I needed oh, to do. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I'm, ha- I'm happy I did. <laughs> it, oh, it, 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 it took an adjustment. Good for
2: you.
0: Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what? What do you mean I can't wear those jeans anymore? You know, I mean, I <laughs> did have to give up some of the jeans. I was able to keep some of the stuff. My daughter was very happy to be the recipient of my jeans. They fit her <laughs> perfectly.
2: And, and so, I can say, know. once again, once again, on a recording, I can say I would love it, Julie, if you yes. considered doing an LOA in sales,
0: an LOA well,
2: sales
1: call.
0: We, Well, we should just, talk, you know mm. what, try and talk. We should probably, instead of talking about it, I mean, happy to talk with you about it, Nancy, <clears throat> since I have a little more time now in this job. Um, and we can, or with whomever. But no, I, you totally... would more than anything probably have to, like ask me questions to get me started,
1: you know, and then I, or, or if there's something, but come I'll do it. That would be so cool to pick Julie's brain. I mean, because that's oh, the one yeah. who's been practicing it in the real world. It's not theoretical. It's not. Well,
0: remember, I mean, I'll be on these calls and go, I mean, how do you tell guys who like, okay, what's your number today? What's your number today? What's your, I'm like, you know, it changes from day to day. This place I'm at now, he's like, you know, I don't micromanage. You're doing well. I just. You know, I'm here to help you. This is what he said. I'm here to help you. I'm like, I love this. This is great. Complete opposite. But what I do is very interesting, you guys. And I'll just, I mean, one of my tricks, and more often than not, this works. I put on my Outlook calendar who I'm going to have an appointment with next week. And then I, I look, I look through my, you know, my sales list, and I just kind of zoom in on the ones that feel good because I have certain criteria, either annual revenue or number of hospital beds. That's a filter for me, what I'm looking for. And I'll just zero in on the ones I want, pick about seven of them. I work my script out in my head. I talk it out loud. I write it down. I call these people just with that script in front of me, because I'll screw up. You know, I might very well just lose my thought or something. So I have that script in front of me. I've felt what I wanted to say. What was the outcome of this call? Did it, said it, thank you, and then you know followed up with an email. And more often than not, I'm gonna say it's probably forty to fifty percent that that works, you know, so I don't know
1: Julie, how do you, amazing. how do you practice the allowing part where you're not attached to their response?
2: Mhm
1: oh, well, you just can't be um, <laughs> <laughs> really you just can't be you know I mean I really... <laughs> oh, so just yeah, don't do that, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't but want to do that. Oh, that, well, that answers everything. Okay, you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the oh, first thing. do my... <laughs> you, know,
0: you just can't do it. Just don't do it. That's, you, know, you, can, you either do it or don't do it, right? You know, Nike's just do it. But, you know, but I mean, certainly I'll have had some people. I mean, I have with this new job, I mean, and I am so lucky, you guys, because this bank who hired me to be their vice president of business development in the Pacific Northwest Um. There, There's nothing here. It's, I mean, virgin territory. It's been almost mm-hmm. like never really touched. But I've had a couple of calls, because I'm looking in, the, in Salesforce, you know, it's the CRM, that, you know, these guys have had three or four people call them. And this one guy goes, well, you know, you're the fourth person to call me from Commerce Bank. And I said, I can see that by the records. I think I'm going to be around for a while. You know, I mean, I just chatted with him and ended up when I went, my boss, who I'd never met, he came with me. We went to this meeting. The guy looked at me, and he goes, all right, well, let's do it. Just send me a proposal. I was like, I would love, I would love to do that.
1: We get back in my
0: car. My boss just looks at me. I go, I love those one-call closes. He goes, and on, he goes, and on your first week in the job, that's pretty good. And, again, I totally recognized that. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you know, I, do my feng I mean, I do my feng shui and I do my scripting, and I do my placemat thing in the morning before I go out, you know, so – like, Julie, Julie mm-hmm. I will
2: email you. We're gonna get this
1: definitely um, for, needs to be
2: what, L- LOA business
0: call or just, just what, whatever, calls?
1: however, just yes, big fat yes, all around. On okay. it for whatever it wants, okay. To be.
0: So, we'll tr- so let's try and schedule that, you know, in the middle of a move, <laughs> you know, but let's let's do try and yeah, I mean, I absolutely, I mean, pick my brain. And that will just kind of get the, you know, then the engine going. Because I'm just doing this stuff. I've been doing it for so long.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I really
0: do. do get into, I make very sure what my vibration is. Because if I'm feeling yep, yep, or if I'm forced to do something, <laughs> that is the time to get up away from the computer.
2: Uh-huh. Go,
0: go for yeah. a walk.
2: Yeah. Five minutes just, minute.
0: Yeah. Go for a walk. And I practice, and I'm able to practice. But the other <laughs> <filter> job, <laughs>
1: I couldn't <laughs> practice it. <clears throat> What Five, Five minutes,
2: minutes, Jeanette. Jeanette. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That's me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It was like, Bing, oh, ding, That's ding. on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, who's on the chat? So It's us four ladies, right? Barbara, Nancy, Jeanette, and moi. And Guillaume. And
2: Brenda, yeah. and Brenda was dialed in, but now Brenda yeah, is. Yeah, I thought I heard Brenda. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda that's is from chat, and Guillaume. Guillaume, is, isn't he in, like, England?
0: I
1: know he's on a, He's another continent. He, I know did he's seven hours ahead of oh, me. He's on we another we continent. almost had a money coach call earlier this week, but talk shoe and technology did not cooperate, so we have to reschedule that. But I know he's seven hours ahead of me. Oh, okay. At the, en- oh. e- the end of Mercury
0: retrograde. I know, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like that. So, well, I sure love talking with you guys. And oh, you guys, it was so, great. Uh, I just. So, so, Nancy, I mean, go follow-up. ahead and email me. I, I know. Yeah. I just, you guys are just such quality people. It's just such a pleasure to be with you. So. Yeah. You're
2: a pleasure, too, Julie.
0: Oh, you guys are sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hang love up because I do have to finish a little bit of work before my Friday starts. I'm on the oh, West Coast. Friday. I just want to do a couple more things. So, happy Friday to everybody. Love you. Nancy, love I'll talk
1: Julie. you. Love you. Okay. Bye bye.
2: Bye,
1: Julie. <laughs> bye bye. Are you, are you guys able to stay on or should I end our recording? Well, I guess that's not. You guys could still <laughs> stay on even if I end our recording. <laughs> I think you can end the recording today. I think you think, can like, end it, think. yeah.